leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to, or welcome back to, the Great Unsolved Podcast. My name's Alexis, and I am your host. This is the podcast that brings unsolved and unknown cases to the public eye. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Great Unsolved for updates. And remember, the unknown can often be terrifying. Okay, so today we are back with day 24 of 31 Days of Crime. Please excuse my voice again. It is just persistent as hell. It's not getting better. And this is just how we do podcasts. So so if I lost you as a subscriber, I am very sorry. But I cannot control how my voice sounds. I've literally been doing everything you're supposed to do to try and fix it. And it is just not happening. Today, I wanted to discuss the murder of Clifton Earl Walker Sr. So this happened back in 1964, and it is believed to be a racial-motivated murder. But I wanted to cover it because there's really not a lot covering this case. There is one investigative journalist named Greenberg who is looking into this case and has been for about 10 years now. And he is doing great work with it. But other than him, it seems that the FBI don't care about it. The police don't care about it. And there really isn't any podcasts or YouTube videos on this murder. And I think there should be. And you'll see why I think that this murder really outrages me. And I will voice that throughout this episode. But let's get started. So, close to midnight on February 28, 1964, Clifton Earl Walker Sr. was driving home from his work at the paper plant. He had a late shift that day, and he went to take a shortcut off of Highway 61 that is reported he often took this shortcut because why wouldn't you take a shortcut? It's a quicker way to get home, and if it's midnight, you're tired, and you just want to go lay down. Anyways, it is said that he had been warned to avoid this shortcut, but he went there anyway. Not long after he turned onto that road, attackers stopped his car with roadblocks, most likely. From the papers in the case, it seems to be about three to four men that stopped him, and this happened near Woodville, Mississippi. It is suspected that all three to four men were part of the KKK. They have never been arrested, though. When Clifton was able to see a little better, he saw that all the men around his car had shotguns. 
and they began to fire into his car at a very close range. This caused his face to be blown apart and his body to bleed out an insane amount of blood. All the windows were shot out, and there were bullet holes in the doors and parts of the steering wheel, and it just looked like a massacre had happened with shotguns. So there is not a lot known on this case because police really didn't investigate it. There were initially six suspects that were identified and questioned, but nothing ever came of it. Two of these suspects are still alive today, I believe. Um, I was reading a little bit of older articles, but I believe they are still alive today. In 1964, after the murder happened, the police or someone in law enforcement brought two possible suspects to the district attorney that there was evidence to arrest them. The district attorney said there was insufficient evidence, so he did not arrest these people. However, everything I find online says that there was strong evidence against these two people. So that can only beg the question of, was it a racial thing to the district attorney? Was he friends with these KKK members? Or... Did he have something against Clifton? We'll never probably know, but whatever it is, he had a major wrongdoing within this case. It is even said that the murder was planned at a truck stop, and locals say there are people alive there today that know exactly what happened, but no one is coming forward. His children, and as in his, I mean Clifton Earl Walker Sr., his children are outraged because they believe people in the town know exactly what happened, and reports back that up. They say they can't even go back to that town without feeling out of place and without feeling very uncomfortable because they are walking next to people who know who killed their father, and they aren't doing anything about it. No one ever came to talk to the family about anything after the murder happened. They didn't interview the family about the murder, even though many of them witnessed the scene after the murder, and they didn't give information to the family like they would nowadays. That was another major injustice. The family should have been able to know exactly what was going on the entire time. The FBI in Mississippi refused to answer questions about the case and why they didn't involve the family more. The kids also say they were unable to recognize their father at the funeral and that now they're barely able to remember his face anymore. And I wanted to include that because it kind of gives you the empathetic view of this. I know we talk about a lot of cases, but... We don't really talk about the side where the family suffers and the friends suffer, but these children are in their 50s now, and they still, it's still just as difficult as the day after it happened. They say he was killed like an animal, and it was wrong and terrible, which obviously it was, but no one has come forward to apologize or help out in the case. And that is the least they could do at this point. 
His memory, as in Clifton's, and his attributes show through the children at all times. They have strong will, and they try to remain positive. So it is very beautiful that they are still trying to keep him in their lives every day. And like I said before, no one has really tried to investigate this besides that one investigative journalist. And the kids are really grateful for people looking into this case because it seems no one has been interested in it since it happened and no one else wants justice for it, which is extremely wrong. So if you are interested in this case, please go look it up and please see all the evidence and do anything you can for the family because from the interviews, they seem like a wonderful group of people and they deserve justice just as anyone else does, even more so because the justice was neglected in this case for so long. If you have any information about this case, call 617-440-4635. It is an ongoing investigation for some people. I'm not sure if the FBI has it closed right now or not, but it was closed at one point. And I, I believe the Department of Justice has closed it again, but there are still independent investigators looking into it. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Great Unsolved. We hope this episode introduced you to a previously unknown case that deserves justice. Tune in again on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 p.m. Central Time for more puzzling cases. Stay safe and see you soon. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.